0: I got a little bit emotional, I remember, at the moment that I spoke those words, we are not just lucky, because it's it's a little bit sad to me that everyone, you know...
1: Is not as lucky. Is
0: not as lucky. Um, but it's really not about luck, it's about the choices that we make. And I want to share that with the world, because I want everyone to have what we have.
1: Welcome to the 100-Year Lifestyle Podcast dedicated to you and your loved ones living at 100% for 100 years and beyond. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Plasker. Welcome everybody to the 100-year lifestyle podcast. Dr. Eric Plasker here. Yes, we are transforming health and longevity consciousness worldwide so you and your loved ones can live at 100% for 100 years and beyond and Two great guests here. I'm surrounded by coxswains. I've been joking about that for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, I've got Dr. Adam Coxon here and his wife Jamie Coxon from Fort Mill, South Carolina. Hey guys. Hey. Hello. I'm so glad you made it. We're at the beach. This is fun, right?
0: Yeah. Lots of fun. Favorite place to be is at the beach. Yeah,
1: your kids like it too.
0: They do? Yes. They're having
1: um, lots of fun. All four of them.
0: All four. Of them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So uh, I wanted to bring uh, Dr. Adam and Jamie on because we have gotten to know each other over the last eight years. They have a great practice, Cox's and Lifestyle Chiropractic, out in Fort Mill, South Carolina, and we've spent some time together. They are helping families live incredible quality of lives. They are having an influence in their community in a very positive way. They're beautiful people, raising beautiful kids. And when we were together one time at a event, I speaker training where we help people find their authentic voice. Jamie came up with something, not that it was maybe spontaneous on the spot, but it was a great line and I loved it and she said, "We are not just lucky." Jamie, I want you to start here because at that moment, what brought how, what made you think about that?
0: Well, what made me think about that is that, you know, I'm a mom raising little children, so I'm around other moms a lot and I see and hear the oh all the health problems or all these struggles and they look at me well you know what I'm talking about but I really don't know what they're talking about because the way the choices that we've made and how we raise our children is a little bit different and Um, it works really well because no I don't know about the antibiotics and having to give Tylenol for fevers and um, you know the the constant trips to the doctor so I got a little bit emotional I remember at the moment that I spoke those words we are not just lucky because it's it's a little bit sad to me that everyone is not
1: as lucky is
0: not as lucky um, but it's really not about luck it's about the choices that we make and i want to share that with the world because i want everyone to have what we have
1: beautifully said and important because dr adam you know this too as somebody that it takes care of lots of kids and lots of families and you see them come in you see their case histories and it's an epidemic in society we've talked about it before on the show about how many kids are not healthy, they are taking antibiotics and they're getting sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. It's not one round of ear infections, it's two or three or four or five. And again, you're not just lucky, you're making different healthcare choices. What do
2: you see and why is this an important conversation? Well, it's important because I mean, we can make changes in in people's lives and the earlier we can start, um, all four of our kids were adjusted I have to say now within 24 hours of their birth because our fourth daughter was born at 2 30 in the morning <laughs> and I had patients at 7 30 in the morning which I went to and and treated them but I you know we see it every day kids coming in I, I mean there's been kids on you know 10 to 12 rounds of antibiotics and you know still getting ear infections actually getting more and more ear infections with more and more antibiotics really destroying their immune system and we have to you know, make some changes, but most importantly, keeping their spine and their nervous system healthy so that their immune system is functioning at an optimal level. And once, you know, kids start getting adjusted and, you know, sometimes making some nutritional changes, really turn these kids' lives around and and make a big difference. It's so true, and we see it. We see it all over the country, and you brought up antibiotics, so I'm going
1: to build on that for a second. I think one thing that parents don't realize, need to realize, is that in hospitals, for example, where it's the cleanest, supposedly, place in the world. It's the least amount of drugs. I call them boogers, but the least amount of boogers, supposedly. With all the effort to eliminate and wipe out the boogers, the antibiotic, or the bacteria, we have created a generation of superbugs in hospitals to where 90,000 people a year die from hospital acquired infections, infections that they did not have when they went into the hospital. They're scrubbing them every day, doing their best efforts to use bazooka-like fumigating devices to eliminate these bacteria, and it's just making people sicker and sicker. It's becoming one of the greatest health threats in our society today. I don't think people realize that when they use the hand gels that have antibiotics and they use the antibiotics over and over for kids, that they are creating the same situation that the hospitals are creating. Can you talk about that? Because you don't do that when your kids get sick. If they do get sick, what do you do? How do you approach it? What's your philosophy and what's your approach?
0: When when our kids are under the weather, or as we call it, expressing health, we get them adjusted. We build their body just with nutrition. You know, the, some some supplementation, uh, making sure that they're eating well and maybe just drinking water and then resting and letting them just relax and it might be you know they they don't get really we haven't had any serious illnesses Um, it's just a matter of no you're not feeling 100% today you can take a, a rest day stay home and take care of yourself and we just wrap them in love and make sure that their spine and nervous system is healthy.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really interesting, and I, I love how you say that, you give them a rest day. We have a saying in the 100-year lifestyle, in the, in the real world, and the other world, they have this expression, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, and they define broke as either severe excruciating pain or seriously life-threatening disease. Yet we know in the world of the 100-year lifestyle that when you're out of balance, you're broke and sometimes you could be out of balance and broke and not have any symptoms until all of a sudden your body says, yo, dude, rest, chill, take a different path, stop for a little bit, which is what you said, a rest day. Dr. Adam, from your perspective, when you see these kids and these families, talk about the approaches, the changes that people can make. Why should people have confidence
2: in their own body and its ability to heal itself and the things that we're talking about? Well, I mean, I know it's tough these days because it's just everything's out there that we, you know, can't trust our bodies to to fight for the for itself. But you know, just even conception of a baby like that—that that alone is so amazing, and that power—that's the innate intelligence that our body has. So, taking two cells and creating uh, really trillions of cells um, to this body. So, I mean, this power that we have—it's—it's it's in us. And it just can be interfered with. So. And, let, and let me stop you there. So when we say power, there's a lot of different names that you could use. See, people say
1: God, universal intelligence, innate intelligence. There's all different types of things. No matter what you call it, it is undeniable. When two cells come together, they form one cell, and it grows into it. As long as there's no interference, it grows and develops. And that continues after people are born. Talk about that and how the body,
2: with no interference develops, thrives, becomes accustomed to its environment? Yeah, I mean, well, it's really all phases of life. It doesn't really matter what age you are. I mean, we see a lot of changes, um, you know, with children because they're developing, you know, till, you know, I guess age 18 per se. You know, our body's still, you know, this living organism that requires that power, you know, for our heart, you know, to beat, digest food and all that. But unfortunately, through physical stress, chemical stress, emotional stress, that can become interfered with which we check for is a vertebral subluxation in the spine so that's a joint not moving properly and that's interfering with the body's function really interfering with that innate intelligence so the body can't function as well as it should and so when
1: you when you say and we talk about you are not just lucky there's an article on 100 called the interference principle and we talk there about this innate intelligence has the ability to keep you healthy there are natural antibiotics within your body, bacteria fighting mechanisms within that if they're working properly and your body's functioning properly they'll do its job. That we know that cells change and grow and multiply as kids grow and develop. And that the interference that we talk about, we talk about nerve interference, lifestyle interference, and we talk about environmental interference. Can you talk about some of those interferences and how that can get in the way of luck when it's really not luck that would be unlucky right? right right how does that get in the way and what happens when you
2: just treat the symptoms and don't remove the interference well yeah i mean when you're treating the symptoms i mean symptoms are symptoms i mean that's kind of your quote unquote like diagnosis but you have to look like why you know say with since we were talking about ear infections earlier like why with the ear infection why does it keep happening and you know It's not that someone's just unlucky and, you know, everyone's a little bit different on their anatomy and and things like that. But, you know, the environmental factors. I mean, sometimes dairy is a big thing and wheat. So changing some dietary things there. But really the most important thing, the the health of the spine and the nervous system, um, typically the upper cervical, that can become injured just with birth and delivery. So that's why it's important to have a baby checked as soon as possible. Because if they have that interference early on, that kind of sets them up where their body's not functioning at an optimal level from day one. And then months down the road, or you know, a few years down the road, then we might see some problems occur, or it could be, you know, the day the baby's born.
1: And these interferences, you you mentioned a couple of other things too. And this we can go off on tangents like crazy. We're going to cover a lot of these things as time goes on. But you mentioned things like gluten and other things that affect our body that are lifestyle-oriented, what we eat. There's a lot of things that happen to people, digestive problems, colon problems, intestinal problems, allergic reactions to the skin, things like that, and you can go on and on and on, the list goes on and on and on, that we blame on food and we blame on air, but they're not really the food and the air. They're all of the chemicals that are in the food and the air. Correct if they can wipe out the bee population, they can certainly cause asthma, allergies, and things like that in kids. Yet we're blaming flowers, we're blaming trees, we're blaming all these things that are naturally occurring in the environment that we should not be reacting to. And we are surrounded by these environmental toxicities, Jamie. And we see it all the time where people think it's themselves, but it's really the environment and how their body is reacting to the environment. That shift of consciousness can really make somebody who's unlucky all of a sudden get a lot luckier because they look at the world differently and they realize things that we need to understand about our bodies and how it interacts with the environment.
0: Absolutely and that that's what we need to understand is too that we are given this one body and we need to love it well and that means that you know we weren't created to be Sick and without energy and just suffering through life, we were meant to thrive. And I love that. Um, that's that's what I see when I look at my family, and that it's a great. It's a it's such a great gift. Like I said earlier, I feel like that's how everyone should be living their lives. We need to be thriving, not just surviving. Yeah, and
1: we're and we're doing it. And we're teaching it, and we want people to change. We want people to have, they are destined to have this wake-up call. And people will say to you, and I think they say it to you too, Dr. Adam, and they say it to my wife, and they don't say it to me as much, but (laughs) I feel pretty lucky. They'll say to Lisa, you're lucky that you're thin. And she'll say, no, I'm not lucky. Thin is a choice for me. You kind of say the same thing when people look at you and they'll say wow you're lucky your kids are healthy you're lucky you're thin you're lucky you're fit and you'll say no we're, it's not just luck right and Adam when you are seeing people in your community and they are feeling like a victim because they don't feel like they're lucky like the other lucky people that are making different choices what do you want them to know?
2: Well I mean one I mean you know it it. I mean it is tough out there I mean that our culture has kind of created us to be unlucky I mean it's it's kind of sad that that's happened and it's hopefully we just kind of give them hope and show them like hey like it doesn't have to be that way but you can't keep living you know within our cultural means I guess of insanity is that like, what you're ins- trying to say I, I guess so yes, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah I mean you just have to you know this, this is a big thing it's about adjusting your lifestyle i mean it's it's a lifestyle change you can't keep going back and doing the same thing like yeah okay i get adjusted which is great i mean we want the whole planet to be getting adjusted that's the most important thing is a healthy spine and nervous system but you know there's a lot more that that goes to it as well that all the pieces fit together um so but yeah i mean there is there is hope i mean that's what we just want people to know there's hope and you know it and it takes time too it's not going to be something overnight. It's, it's going to be, like I said, a lifestyle change. Yeah. And sometimes people think
1: that people like you and I, who, how we think, how we function, how we, like we're crazy people. I would call us courageous people. Uh, we are courageous because we are not robots to this drug company machine of advertising on television. We are not buying into all of the things that People are saying, well, you got to do this, you got to do that. And then we look at their results and we say, well, I don't want those results. And if I want to, if you want me to do what you're doing, I'm probably going to end up like you and that and unhealthy. And I don't want to do that. We don't want to run away. We want to live our lives differently so that we can express our full potential for a hundred years and beyond. And Jamie, talk to me, because you have a lot of people that have made this shift living the hundred-year lifestyle in your practice. And you've seen their lives change. People that have been doing it now for two years, three years, five years, seven years or longer, what do you see in the people that make these changes and are they abnormal people, are they normal people, are they crazy people, are they courageous people and what kind of results are they seeing and how is it affecting their quality of life?
0: They're normal people, they're just like the rest of us and they are excited, they are grateful. They are seeing things a different way, away away from the you know, the prescription medications and the constant being sick and the kids being sick. So, you know, we see whole families that are now you know, they are staying consistent, they keep coming back, they keep their appointments and they say thank you.
1: I love that. And they trust themselves. They trust themselves. They trust themselves more and more every day because they realize that with every choice they make, that let's just call it a 100 year lifestyle choice, with every choice they make, they get healthier, they get evidence that they're doing the right things. And we talk about a lot, we mentioned earlier lifestyle interference. Things like sitting too much and things like, habits like the way people sleep and what people eat. You know, I just read something, I saw something the other day that, Cereals like Cheerios have glycosphate in them, and that they cancer-causing in Cheerios, and like we're feeding these things to our babies. Like, oh, this is like the Cheerios snack. It just makes me crazy. We don't even realize what we're doing. And there's a great article also on hundredyearlifestyle.com. Watch yourself like you're. It's called the movie of you actually, and the, the concept is to watch yourself like you're watching a movie, and to make those changes in the moment when you catch yourself doing things that you really shouldn't be doing, that in that moment that's where change happens. Can you talk about some of those things and why that's important for people moment to moment to embrace the subtle, simple changes that will have long term impact?
2: Well the biggest thing is, you know, making the changes, being aware. I think we just kinda like you kinda said, being a robot to some things. I mean we kind of just become a robot through our daily life and that's just like that's what I eat. That's what I do. So we just have to be aware um, you know, thinking of, you know, food as fuel and not just because it tastes good. But once you make those small changes, one, you do start feeling better. And then you'll notice, too, if you slip a little bit and you eat something that, you know, say you shouldn't, then you won't feel as good. You'll be like, okay, and hopefully I'll get you back on track. But those small changes over time just become your new, you know, robotic choice. Um, yeah, they become your new lifestyle, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. They become your
1: new lifestyle, and that's when you start living, living that... Ideal one hundred year lifestyle. One of the podcasts that uh, you can go back and listen to. There is one on the three life changing principles. Uh, it's a great session where we go over all of those things that we just talked about. There are some great articles on 100 dot com and subscribe to the YouTube channel. There's great videos on that too. And so as we wind down, uh, your kids are dying to get to the beach, probably in the pool. They're next door. They're being amazing, great kids. Uh, and so talk to us about long term vision for the impact that you all as a couple, as a family, as a practice, as a chiropractic office, 100-year lifestyle affiliates, obviously changing your community. Talk to us about a long-term vision that you see for your environment, your town, and what you would like for the families and the individuals, not just in your town, but how you would like to see this country and the world change as it relates to raising kids, raising families in a healthy way.
0: Well, I would love for us to shift to what we were talking about earlier is learning to trust our bodies and make the choices that set our bodies up to be able to do their job. We were given, like I said, this amazing machine and we just get in the way um, of it all the time. So if we can just really make those, those choices and the changes to let everything work the way it should work then you know we don't have to be scared and sick all of the time.
1: And I want to live in a world where people are not sick all the time. Right. I, I, there's so much squandered human potential out there and you mentioned something before I you do your closing comments Dr. Adam you mentioned something that how two tiny cells come together they become this one cell they grow into this body and then what you didn't mention but I know you think this way is that and then you come out into the world and Okay, now you're not enough that you're out in the world, so we have to inject you. We have to shoot you up with things. We have to drop, put drops in your eyes for diseases you'll probably never be exposed to because they are extinct except in remote places, And but we're mass doing that to everybody. Uh, what is your feeling about that moment when a child does enter the world? Should a mother, should a father lose trust in what got that baby to that point or have more confidence than ever, because now they can hold the love, and it's scary for parents sometimes.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, and, and that's a the thing. There's a lot of fear out there um, that we're kind of forced to make certain decisions that, I mean, I know a lot of my patients, they don't want to make those choices, but they don't feel like they have any other option or any other choice. But yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, our, our bodies are amazing. Um, I think, you know, we'll see as, as years go on. We know that, Really getting sick isn't a bad thing. But, you know, like our children, typically it's about a 24-hour ordeal of a fever. And they get some rest, they get adjusted, and that's that's about it, and they, they move on. Well said. And uh, there,
1: another great article, we talked a lot about fear that came up. There, there is a another great article on 100yearlifestyle.com called The Epidemic of Fear. And if this conversation is meaningful to you, I believe it will give you some strength and courage to move forward. And so, listen, what an honor it is to be here with you. I love seeing your kids grow up healthy. And can I tell you what I love best about your kids right now in this moment is that they're still young enough to think I'm funny, <laughs> they still laugh at my jokes. So, I love that. Lisa, my wife will say, well, Oh, wow, you got a new audience. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know if this was a funny podcast, but I hope you got a lot of great information. From my good friends, Dr. Adam Coxson, Jamie Coxson, raising a beautiful family, having courage in spite of the fear. Thanks for listening, everybody, for tuning in, everybody. Subscribes to all of our pages. Go check them out, coxon Lifestyle Chiropractic.com. Also, if you're anywhere nearby or you know people nearby, send your friends and family there. They'll be in great hands, literally. And uh so hey, adjust your lifestyle, everybody. Until next time, have a great day on your way to a sensational century. Thank you so much for joining us on the 100 Year Lifestyle podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have topics that you want us to cover, people you want us to interview, maybe you have some stories that you want to share, stories of yourself, loved ones, people in your life, we would love to hear from you and share your story. Please email us at my100at100yearlifestyle.com. And remember, Nobody wants to get to 100 or even 50, 60, or 70, for that matter, crippled, broke, and alone. So please share the 100-Year Lifestyle, all of our podcasts, social media pages, website with your family, friends, and coworkers so they can take this journey with you. And until next time, adjust your lifestyle. Live your best life today and every day on the road to a sensational century. Dr. Plasker signing off.